0: Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your two-time PACE award-winning hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub.
1: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by my co-host Chris Gouts. Chris, what's going on with you? Well, we are we are back at
2: it uh, on the podcast again, and I want to apologize to all of our listeners who were very excited last week to be able to listen to the episode on the Barrier Correctional Facility and their 25th anniversary. We had some. Uh, technological issues, I guess you could say, and so that episode... I uh, I say it's user error, but you say, okay, (laughs) technical issues, go ahead. Technical issues, and so that we didn't have that episode up last week, but you can, uh, it's it's up now, so those who wanted to go back and listen to that one uh, in your uh, podcast lineup, you can check that out. Uh, so I would definitely encourage you to do that. It was great to have Joe Bouchard on as well as our representative DeAnda talking about the importance of, of the Bear Car Correctional Facility uh, to the UP and, and to that area and all the cool things that they do. So it was a great episode. Hopefully, hopefully you check it out. So I just want to apologize for that.
1: Yeah. That, no, I, I was excited to hear that one because, again, I, this was taped on your um, trip through the UP with Kamara. And uh, so I finally got to listen to it. I heard it yesterday. When it was when it was reposted, and it was it was a great interview. It was uh, they talked about happy birthday to the to the facility, right? Yeah, no, unusual thing to say I suppose. Yeah, he, but to uh, wish the facility yeah. happy birthday, which <laughs> was which was cool. Now it, it did you shared a lot of good information. Um, it was very good, so I, I encourage everyone to go out there and go back through your list of podcasts to make sure you give that one a listen to. Uh, more importantly, though, here look you know this Friday is a big day for the Department of Corrections. That's right. I'm not sure that any other corrections in the in the country has ever done anything like this. Are you aware of anything? You're, I mean, you're the public information guy. <laughs> As I should know, but no, I, I don't think we. I don't think anybody else has. So, well, this is this is groundbreaking. Then uh, on Friday, August 4th, Director Washington is going to hold the first ever in the nation, the first ever national, <laughs> the first ever uh, live Twitter chat with uh, with the director. So staff can send questions in real time on Friday. At 10 o'clock in the morning, this will run from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern time. Eastern time. Thanks for your, you always catch me on that. Um, for our for our up north friends, it, it would be 9 o'clock. That's right. Staff can send questions in real time using their own Twitter account uh, by using the hashtag AskMDOC. And when you use that hashtag, you submit your question, hit send, it will go, um, you know, to, to the hashtag world and we'll, we'll catch that and the, the director will answer any questions that you have. If staff are not available on Friday, if you have annual leave or you don't have a Twitter account, you can still be involved. Don't think this isn't for you. Uh, You can submit your questions or comments to an email address that was set up. It's askmdoc at michigan.gov. Again, that's askmdoc at michigan.gov. And she'll be going through that email box and answering questions um, in real time too. So at the end of this, I think she's gonna send out something that has uh, the whole Twitter chat encompassed and so everybody can see what happened what her responses were some of the questions and I think it'll be a good time so make sure if you want to get involved it's another way that you have direct access to our director uh, to ask any questions to have any comments to to kind of get uh, anything out that you've been wanting to get out and you know she'll, she'll answer those questions so it's it'll be a fun event so make sure you get involved yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you know, like
2: Greg said, use that email address right now, uh, so we can start getting some questions in. You don't, don't, you don't have to send them in. You know, that morning or, or right during that time frame, uh, send them as you're listening. You know, you can open up your emails and start thinking of a question and then send it uh, her way, so we can get those ready. Uh, and then we'll catch you know a bunch of other questions uh, that come in live during the Twitter chat. But It'll be nice to have some already that we can that she can have a chance to look at uh, beforehand. Um, the other thing, mentioning the director, we wanted to make sure that people had a chance, if they haven't seen it already, there were two great stories on Director Washington uh, that came out uh, last week and the week before. Uh, one, uh, both of them were by uh, Jack Lessenberry. One aired on Michigan Radio. A great uh, time that he spent with her uh, a week or two ago, uh, talking about her and, and all the efforts that she's doing with the department. And then a, a lengthier story that was in the Toledo Blade. Uh, we have the links to those uh, on Twitter. Uh, so you can see those, but I really encourage you to take a look. Uh, great uh, interview of the of the director, and mentioned uh, that the dog uh, that she uh, is going to be adopting uh, from uh, I think the Elger uh, Correctional mm-hmm. Facility. So. Uh, just uh, just a great great piece uh, all around. So I definitely encourage you to check those out. And uh, if you wanted to know more about the dog, that'd be a great question you could ask uh, during the Twitter chat. So you know, take a, take a look at the, both of those uh, articles, and uh, maybe that'll help you generate some questions or just anything going on in your field office or anything in your facility that you have questions about. Uh, this is a great time to ask the director.
1: Well, Chris, we have an exciting day today. We're going to wrap up the Employee Recreation Day, where I saw many pictures of you golfing, and it looked like you had a it looked like you had a Quite, the heck, quite, quite a round out there. Did you guys shoot in the 50s or 60s? How'd you do?
2: Well, I think when we made the turn, I think we were definitely in the 50s or the 60s for sure. <laughs> and uh, then we came around for another turn and, and had another 50 or 60s. I don't think we actually turned in our card because they, they weren't sure that it was uh, that It was real. Like legit. We, we, yeah, they, it was a little off. So, yeah, we, we weren't in the running, uh, really. And I think when we realized we might have been in last place, I think we just decided as a team to, to not even submit it. Yeah. So.
1: Well, it's unfortunate, Chris, because you had a strong team out there. And, uh, you know, we I, did. it looked we like did. you guys were at least having fun. That's, that's, and that's the most important, right? We, we had fun. The most important thing is everybody had fun. It's not about winning, Chris. It's about having fun. So That's right. You are a millennial. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you had fun. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's get to the wrap-up of, of Employee Rec Day. Well, Chris, I'm excited today. You know, on the podcast today, we have on some staff from the EPIC team that was involved with planning and, uh, you know, really pulling off a pretty cool event that's employee rec day this year it was on july 14th and um i know you were there it was it was, it was a lot of fun i know you had a lot of fun clearly and uh so let's, let's talk about it all right let's in- introduce our guests yeah so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves say you know kind of what your what your role was where, where you're working right now how long you've been with the department and give a little bio for everybody out
0: there listening my name's Rob Howard. I work at uh, Kent County Probation. Uh, prior to that, I was at a Mesquite Correctional Facility as a PC, or some people say ARUS, hey, even though that doesn't exist. Uh, and prior to that, I was an officer at Bellamy Creek. i um, been with the department for going on four years now and for all of this, I helped just planning some of the events and then volunteering day of. Oh,
1: Don't be so modest. Don't be so modest.
0: Uh, <laughs> the, everyone here knows you with the one
1: who pulled in a bubble ball, so don't don't be so modest. So thank you for doing that, that was a great game. And uh, yeah, that was a a lot of fun, man.
0: It was very fun to watch everyone.
3: (laughs) I'm Kathy Kiefer with the Epic section. I have the fortunate ability to oversee the employee engagement team. I've been with the department for 25 years. Started out as a word processor and um, have worked my way up to the EPIC section and very proud of the team and the hard work and the efforts that went into this.
4: I'm Pam Nelson. I work with the Office of Legal Affairs. I've got 30 years in with the department, well with the state as a whole. My role was, I was told, as more of a historian because I was on the original employee rec days. And what year was that, Pam? (laughs) It was so long ago, it was 13 years worth I think I was on it. Um, Last one being in what, 2005. And so my role was to try and help get it going, and I'm on the backup treasurer and helping just get it going.
1: And you work down in litigation right now? Yes. Okay. And how long how long have you been with, you been with the department?
4: I've been with the department total probably like 28 years.
1: Okay. The uh, the historian you say? Okay. Yes. Good good to know. So you know we we just talked about this, Chris. You know we just finished up. When I I was there, I would say a very, very successful employee rec day. It was on July 14th, and it was held in Mount Pleasant. So, as I said, Chris and I were both there. We had a great time. Um, I guess by some of the Snapchats that Mr. Gouts put out, you can see that he had a lot of fun. And actually, played a pretty decent round of golf, didn't you, Chris?
2: I played one hole of golf pretty decently. Uh, the rest of the time I was spent yelling at the woods. Uh, <laughs> other than that, it was a very good, good time. Well, I saw
1: one shot, and it was about, um, I don't know, two feet from the hole, so I don't know what you're complaining about, but it, was, wow. it looked like a pretty good round to I, me. I could not uh, top uh, uh, ADD Rivard in that respect. Oh, yes, yes. So so everyone out there listening, um, Assistant Deputy Director Steve Rivard had his first hole-in-one ever uh, during Employee Rec Day, so that was a, a very interesting thing to... Uh, participate in, you know, obviously the, the the rule of golf, and it's a very, you know, it's a very strict rule, it's a very common rule, and it's a very proper rule, is when you hit a hole-in-one, uh, you have to buy a drink for everybody there. So Steve Rivard um, was very nice and uh, bought Pepsi and Coke and whatever other drink everybody else wanted while we were there, and it was uh, very nice of him. So thank you, Steve. Congratulations on your first ever hole-in-one during Employee Rec Day. So let's talk more about the day, Chris, and let's talk with our guest about the um, I guess some of the feedback that you guys are getting from the event, you know, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it, and I'm sure you heard a lot of positive things.
0: Yeah, so shortly after the event, we put a survey out to all the staff of the MDOC, uh, requesting a little bit of feedback, and we ended up getting a total of 347 responses on that. Um, Out of those responses, over 70% of them said that they would recommend for their uh, co-workers to go to employee rec day next year. we also got a lot of responses about the different events that we had there uh, whether they were participating in golf bowling uh, the bubble ball event that we had um or just painting with a twist that we had going on as well everybody seemed to have a good time and uh, enjoyed that and the banquet
1: well before chris i'm sure chris has other um questions and information they want to share but before we get into that we're, we you said you mentioned bubble ball and yeah. I, would, I would like to talk more about that kind of Get a little more in uh in depth about that about that game can you talk more about that game that you witnessed that you said was so much fun <laughs> can you talk about who kind of won the match and who was so, involved in, the, in the game
0: we had a shoreline bubble ball come in we, one of our employees ron sellers is partial owner for that and helped provide that for us and uh basically you get in these giant bubbles that only expose like from the knee down um and you play soccer but it's more of like a a rugby soccer where you guys are trying to take each other out. Um, So we saw a lot of people getting plastered around, uh, falling on their rear ends, if you will. And then we even got the director to participate in a game. That was really a lot of fun to watch as well. And the big CFA uh, and... But more importantly, yes, the big CFA (laughs) athletes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes. So... FOA one. I mean, oh, we're not yes. really that surprised about Is that. Is it a little, a little clearer, a
1: little louder? That would be wonderful.
0: Okay, we definitely had a winner of FOA. Yes. CFA didn't even come close. No, it, it was three to two. <laughs> so it was a pretty co- close game, and uh, we're looking forward to bringing it back next year so we can uh, bring this rivalry back.
1: Yeah, no, it was fun. I actually participated in that game. Um, as I told you before we before we started taping here, uh, it was so much fun to play in that. However, I thought I was going to die about a hundred times in that thing. It was so hot. It was so compact and claustrophobic. I mean, it was just, um, it, it, was, it was so much fun to play in that. And uh, congrats to all the FOA folks that uh, beat CFA, and hopefully we'll do it again next year.
2: I believe Don Matson got the winning goal, right?
1: Don Matson did get the winning goal. Friend of
2: the pod. Friend
1: of the pod, yes. And I saw a lot of, you know, I was out there running kind of around the outside, <laughs> and I saw a lot of people doing flips and landing on their heads, and uh, it, it was a very a very intense battle between CFA and FOA, and, uh, but a lot of fun. Well, why don't we um,
2: maybe just a recap for for those who who didn't come? If you could just c- kind of give us a sense of how many people attended, you know, what, if there was a breakdown, CFA, FOA, maybe where is there one place where more more people came from than others?
0: Okay, so total we had two hundred people come in, and so sixty percent were from uh, our facilities, CFA, and the remainder came from FOA across the state. So FOA mm-hmm. didn't win that that.
1: <laughs> we did not win uh, participation medal. But we won the main event, which was the bubble walk. Who
2: won the golf? Who won the golf?
1: Not you, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Actually, I don't even think we that turned in was our cards. Yeah. yeah,
2: and and he won another event, I think, earlier in the year, right? Yeah.
3: I don't
1: know what you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> so yes, Deputy Director McKees team. Um, I, I don't know everybody was on his team. I know uh, uh, Warden Trubad was on his team, but they, I think, they shot 12 under, I think maybe. But uh, yeah, they won the golf event. It, it, it was it was a great day. There there was there was so many events that I'd like to get into more with you, um, what events we had out there, what the popular events were. Um, I know there was a Frisbee, yeah. and there was, there was a Frisbee, there was uh, some, some, some cornhole games, there was some bubble ball, there was some Painting with a Twist. So why don't, why, why don't why do you guys talk about the events that happened that day, um, the fundraisers, the auction, the silent auction, um, what, what people enjoyed, we can get more into that so
4: on the day of the event we had the traditional golf which was I think the big pull a lot of people were golfing we had bowling we had the bubble ball we had wine and canvas is what it's called um, which was a huge success we had bingo The silent auction which was another huge success we brought in a lot of money off of the silent auction we had door prizes we had a 55-inch TV that we gave out as door prize and we had um, a lot of free games like there was card games and frisbee and that kind of stuff sitting out for people to do.
1: Well you know what Chris as we walked around the director was there and um, you know she had a smile on her face the whole day I think she thoroughly enjoyed the day I think she was excited about what you guys did what you guys pulled off Um, it's really really you know it's it's really great to see all the work that you guys put into this and and I know this was Director's vision to bring Employee Rec Day back, and you guys hit a home run with that. Pam, talk more about the, the the silent auction. What kind of what kind of things were were there for people to bid on?
4: Well, we had a really good response to that, which at first we weren't sure how we were going to do, but we had 66 baskets that were donated good. from all around the state: CFA, Central Office, FOA. Um, we had baskets ranging in prices that. We did not anticipate. Uh, we had a Yeti cooler
1: in yeah, one. I saw that one. That was very, very nice. We had a
4: lot of MSU, U of M baskets. We had trips. We had airplane ride Golf in one of them. Links. Golf stuff. Detroit Tigers. I won the Detroit Tiger basket. Just so many creative ideas. We had hand-painted, hand-crafted stuff that were donated. It was a really good draw. We raised over $4,000 on this <laughs> on the silent auction. That's great. It was Quite
2: outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I, I put a chunk of a chunk of that uh, came came from my wallet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got I've got Christmas presents now, so that, that's good. Yeah, there was I was pretty. I was amazed at how much stuff uh, was there, and how, how the quality of it. I mean, uh, Lakeland having the Yeti cooler uh, that was really impressive. Uh, that
1: was impressive. I wanted that really bad. I just couldn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't have gas money, so I yeah, well,
2: I, I didn't have gas money either.
3: <laughs> Manistee had the airplane, line. airplane ride. They had some phenomenal golf packages over there as well. And, and, um, Kathy ended up, Kathy Warner ended up with a really nice CFA basket that had a lot of golf outings in it, which was phenomenal.
1: I'll have to go with Kathy and see if uh, we can play some golf in it, I guess. That's, uh, it's good to know. So I I do want to talk more about, you know, we, we started talking about staff and all the people that, you know, that helped put this together. Um, you know, the director, like I said, had a smile on her face the whole day because I think she was excited about what you guys did. So let's talk about that. You know, a lot of great staff put a lot of time and effort into this event. 32 to be exact, right? 32 people are on this team. Mm Yeah, Um, so can you share a couple stories that kind of show the investment that staff put into this and the hard work that everybody put into this to pull this off?
4: Well, we were meeting twice a month, every month since September. And the most of the time we had a full participation at every meeting. We The biggest obstacle we had, which none of us knew, none of us were involved in this prior rec days. We never had to have licensing or anything like that, but we had to have a license in order to do the raffle, in order to raise money, and that was something new to all of us. And Deb Conine did an outstanding job as far as filling out the applications and hand-walking them over and following up and calling to make sure that we could get the licensing in time to do the raffles. We had a lot of fundraisers prior to the actual employee rec day to raise money, because it cost money to get a license with the state, so we had to have money to do that. We had um, the day before the outing, we had 20, 15 people that were from the team that was there helping out set up, and we were there until 11 o'clock at night setting up, and we were back there at 7.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, setting up everything for the day, so a lot of people did fundraisings and creative work as far as posters, the amount of posters and the newsletters and that kind of stuff that people did. We have a lot of creative people on our team.
2: You guys did an amazing job, so you guys are to be commended for, for that and to be able to pull this off and uh, how it went so smoothly. You, know, you guys raised a ton of money. I like think it's going to help set up next year really well. The director you know, loved it. Uh, for people who who didn't attend, you know, there's a newsletter story in the, in the last newsletter. Um, there's photos on our Flickr account uh, that you can see, and there's I understand there's new photos that are being added uh, yes. up all the time. So if you've already been to the Flickr account, go back because there's going to be new things and uh, other 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 things that you didn't see the first time. So
1: well, I saw you uh, saw a picture of you with Sasquatch, Chris, on the first Flickr account. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, Sasquatch was there. I got got to meet Sasquatch, and uh, I probably I don't know Was that your plus one today? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should reveal who Sasquatch is, but he is also our a, a previous guest on the podcast. Friend of the pod. Yeah, there you go. So who else can say that they've had Sasquatch on their podcast?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, we talked about the, the the survey that you guys did, but um, whether it was from the survey or just when, when the team got together uh, after after the event, um, are there things that we learned um, that we want to do differently? Do we think anything we might change up for, for next year? What did we take away?
3: Um, a lot of it went actually very, very well. After the survey, we determined that a lot of what we did have we want to keep because it was so positive. The only activity that nobody really participated in was foot golf. So uh, some of the survey results indicated even if you weren't athletic, there were other avenues you could do, um, like the painting or the bingo. There were activities that, that were no cost to anyone, so if you wanted to to come up just for the day to to play, but not have to spend a lot of money, you could. Um, Next year, our our goal is to keep, to ensure that the costs kept low so we can maybe build the attendance. The venue this year was very, very good. We need to continue to either find, either keep it at that location or find a, a, a centralized location for everyone wanting to play and participate. We'd okay. like to keep a consistent date more than anything. If we can pick a date, an example would be maybe the second week in second Friday in August in the future or something to that effect.
1: Well, I thought the location was great, Kathy. I thought it was uh, right in the center of the state. You know, it wasn't too far to drive for anybody coming from, you know, southern Michigan or or northern Michigan. Um, so yeah, it had everything you needed. It had a bowling alley. It had golf. It had a lot of space for people to mingle and um, do all the events that you had. So. I thought the, whoever picked the location, I thought it was a great location. Uh, had a lot to offer. You know, the, st- the staff were great, and I think I, the, the day went off without a hitch. So, um, I think it was a great location.
2: I mean, anytime you can get Greg to say that Mount Pleasant is a great location is uh, well, <laughs> something that we're really on board with. So, congrats on that. I've been trying Thank to do you. this for two years now, and you finally got it to work. It took, so. it took an
1: employee rec day to <laughs> say that. I didn't I, I didn't. I said the location was centrally located. Is what I said, Chris. It's, it's
2: I'll take fun. I'll take any <laughs> any positivity.
1: Well, Chris, I, th- I think. Uh, I think Employee Rec Day was a total success this year. I can't wait to see what happens um, in future years with your group and um, what you add, kind of what you do to, to top yourself each year. Is there is there anything else that, that you guys want to add about the day um, and how
3: it went? Overall, I thought it was very good. I sincerely appreciate the director's passion for the return of the Employee Rec Day. She genuinely enjoyed socializing and talking with everyone in attendance and her dedication to com- continue the Employee Rec Day is very very admired she just has a real compassion and I sincerely appreciate the fact that she trusted the employee engagement team and the the team itself was phenomenal to work with they were they were just super could not have asked for better members and a better representation across the state there are 25 members currently on the employee engagement team they range from the UP all the way to the southern tip and it's FOA, BOA, CFA and OEA, so it's, it's a good, diverse group, great, enthusiastic group, and they have a one-year term limit, so we'll be looking for new members in the very near future to take over where this group left off. And,
1: and if somebody wanted to be a member of that team, how would they go about doing that?
3: They would contact the EPIC office, myself, um, Cheryl Groves, or Yolanda Perez, and we have an application we would mail them. So,
1: Well, Chris, they have, uh, they have a lot of work next year to try to top this one, so... Good luck to you and your team next year, and we appreciate coming on Field Days Podcast. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
2: All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can
1: do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOCFOA and the CFA account at MDOCCFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.